you got your like heat scheduled to not kick on until like 2.30. I got no control over it. It's freezing in here. <laughs> People over there freaking control it. I have my coat on while you're talking there. And uh, you should be back where I was at. <clears throat> Is it hot back there? It's about 10 degrees colder. Oh, jeez. Right next to a window. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, yeah, I remember. Your windows don't even shut all the way. Good <laughs> <laughs> <A> joke. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Restoring Human podcast, where we believe humans were designed to flourish. Unfortunately, we live in a culture where many of our modern conveniences prevent us from thriving. But through intentional lifestyle decisions, we can return to an optimal state of health. I am Jared Bakken. I'm Dr. Alex Arguello. And we've got a human topic for you today. Uh, not that all of them are human topics, but uh, the question is, what is the optimal human body weight? And maybe not, body weight's probably a bad way to phrase that, but composition? Uh, yeah. We've been focused on, you know, the New Year's resolution of losing weight, getting healthy. We can see what overweight looks like and point that out fairly easily. Um, but what, like, what's optimal? I mean, so I guess we can dig into what is overweight? What like kind of the <clears throat> downfalls of that are and why we want to be working towards something more optimal. But then like, yeah, what is optimal? Should we be shredded and like yeah. see everybody's every vein or what, what, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. Um, well, so there's, I think there probably is an, an optimal um, body composition um, I think it's somewhat like temperature and blood pressure and those type of things that are just, those are kind of averages that they know is somewhat of a healthy state. It's not, that's not that everybody has to have 120 over 80 blood pressure. Everybody has to have, you know, 98.6, um, temperature. Mm -hmm. Um, there's of course a range there of, of w what could be healthy and what's considered that person's healthy. Um, but again, just I haven't really looked at to see exactly what the body composition of was of like the hunter, herder, gatherer type people yeah. that we've referred to in the past. Um, but I know they were pretty lean. Yeah. Um, I know there was no signs of being overweight, um, for sure no signs of obesity, um, which then means um, when when that stuff's not happening, then... The same thing that leads to obesity and being overweight is basically bad hormone function. So then now heart disease, diabetes, cancers, and all the other stuff that is bad from bad hormone function, bad physiology. Um, those people didn't experience a lot of that stuff either. So composition is is not necessarily the most important thing to look at when you, if you're going to say this person's going to be healthy, but it is a good indicator of of how healthy and how much longevity somebody's actually going to have. Mm -hmm. If you have um, a, a low percentage of body fat on your body, then you're going to live longer. You're going to be healthier. You're going to thrive more. Um, 
than somebody who's going to have a higher body fat percentage. Um, so yeah, lower body fat percentage, higher muscle muscle percentage. Um, that's kind of ideally what we what we want, um, as opposed to like the BMI thing, you know, where mm -hmm. they give you a number based off of just your weight and height. You know, then somebody that is like a NFL football linebacker might have they might be in the obese range um, when they're you know in amazing shape and yeah. shredded like you said yeah um, so yeah looking at body I, just basically what I was saying there is yeah body composition probably is the kind of the what we want to be talking about that would be what we'd want to direct people to be paying attention to yeah so there. There is like a a line, though. Okay, so you you were saying how I don't know when it was. You were talking about fat and how like our body's basically mechanism for storing fat. Like we do that because it's this energy that we have the ability to store. So looking at you know hunter-gatherers, it probably was a little bit of a variable thing in times when, you know, food is in abundance, they might have a little higher, uh, you know, body fat percentage, mm -hmm. as opposed to when you're going long periods of times of fasting and that type of stuff. Is, like, do you think we should be a little dynamic or should we be aiming to like be pretty like flatline all the time that's a good question i mean you're right they 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 were dynamic right especially probably around this time of year colder times where they weren't going to have um as, as much food available and there certain types of food available they were going to allow themselves to have more body fat mm -hmm. um you know for again back to the warming thing to stay warm but also because they're to stay alive to survive um, we're not in really those times where we need to be um, preparing for winter type stuff to, sure. to like put on more fat um, maybe f to stay warm but um, it's freezing. most people um, that live today don't have a don't have to worry about putting on more fat to stay warm of course um, so most people I think are coming at, listening to this saying, okay, well, um, if I'm at a good body fat composition, I, I probably don't need to increase the amount of fat to get to a better composition. I need to lower the amount of fat most likely to, mm -hmm. to get to a better, better composition. But yeah, I would never recommend like you get go down to like one, two, 3% body fat. Um, that's definitely not, not a healthy place to be. Um, specifically for women, um, this is one of the issues that, you know, with like CrossFit women, like competitor type women, mm -hmm. you know, that just get completely shredded. Um, I don't necessarily think that that's probably a good idea for hormonal health mm -hmm. to be like that. Um, just because to, to get to that level, you know, you have to be producing high levels of hormone that most are is more abundant in men mm -hmm. and the men have more receptors for that called testosterone um to be able to to, to get to that level so you're throwing off your estrogen yeah. levels progesterone levels 
uh, especially if a woman is, is planning to get pregnant, that's going <coughs> to potentially cause a, an issue there. Um, so there's definitely some downside to being too low um, body fat percentage. But again, most people don't have that problem. Um, and I don't think we need to get into the kind of we still should be dynamic in a sense, yeah. but we don't necessarily have to focus on it because there's not that time of famine yeah. that people typically used to have. Yeah, so I think, well, the whole women and the CrossFit thing, I think one of the major like, major issues with being at such a low body fat percentage is really more of the lifestyle required to do so like you got to be crazy strict and so for or on so like some of those guys they're kind of in the position where they're doing so much work that like in in their 24-hour days like with sleep and training and eating it's like those things add up to a point where like their body is very, very low on stored energy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like to be a human, to have a job, have a family, all these other things that we see as really good things. It's like, there's a major imbalance in life to create that type of body composition. Right. Like, it, it re requires it. Right. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, there's negative parts <laughs> of getting there, but I think even just being in that state is also, also for sure, not a not a healthy thing for you. So, as far as, like, um, general ranges, um, I think men, you know, anywhere from 10 to around 18% body fat, I think is kind of traditionally what is considered healthy women, of course, because they... Um, there's breast tissue, um, and specifically for even the hormone, they have different levels of hormones. They're going to have a higher, they're okay. They can be in a healthy state having a higher percentage of, mm -hmm. of body fat. Um, so then that kind of starts around 17, 18, goes up some, some um, charts even show 30%. So, you know, mid-20s, low-20s, I think you're going to be fine. Um, athletes can be more than that, uh, again. 15% for women, 8 9% for men. Um, I think, yeah, maintaining that, um, not getting to the lifestyle to try to, you know, force yourself to get there, but that's kind of a somewhere where you want to shoot, and I think it's probably more of a, a long-term goal um, of getting to that, that position for sure. So what does, what does that look like, you know, like – should you see muscles? Should you see veins? Like, I don't know, just something you say 10%, 18% body fat. Like, like what, is, what does that really look like? We can, we can see somebody who has an abundance of fat, but like there's a, that percentage is, you know, very, very large spectrum there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think for sure for men, um, seeing more musculature is kind of a sign that you're in a good, mm -hmm. good body fat percentage. Mm -hmm. um, we were just talking about this, I think, with my kids. They were wondering how you get, what do you got to do to get abs? <laughs> um, so they were saying, should we do more sit-ups? And I was like, well, I mean, 
you know, I was talking to him about it, basically saying she doesn't think that sit-ups is the best way to get abs. So they were asking me, and I said, well, obviously any sort of core type exercise is going to strengthen your core, sit-ups being one of them, but how you get abs is your through nutrition, right. basically. This <laughs> right. is how you lean, how much body fat you actually have. Um, you know, because somebody, I had a friend in high school who was just totally he-man shredded, but he could bench like 95 pounds. Really? Yeah. yeah. His core was terrible. Yeah. But he was just, just right. musculature everywhere. Right. So, and then I had friends that, um, I had a friend in college that just kind of looked sloppy, but his core strength was just Super unbelievable. Yeah. Um, could do that thing that you were talking about that Dave, whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, high level gymnastic Dave, stuff. I was thinking Castro. Glassman <laughs> guy. Um, so yeah. I think seeing seeing some abs, seeing musculature, the whole um veins thing, that's just I think I feel like that's more um genetic, um just are you vascular type mm -hmm. thing. I mean of course you can do some things to make yourself more vascular, but I don't think that that's necessarily a sign of health. I think that's just more of a sign of um your genetics. Um but so the the more musculature that you actually have, um, and if you're doing the other stuff the right way, if you're um, have your caloric intake correct, you know if you're the macronutrients, you're getting the macronutrients that you need, the micronutrients that you need, you should be having more as you're building muscle. Your fat percentage should be coming down. So that's another reason why sure. you, know, you want to be seeing muscle because if you're adding <coughs> muscle, mm -hmm. then your fat percentage should be should be coming down. Yeah. The other thing that plays into that is visceral fat. So that's the fat that's around your organs. Mm -hmm. um, that's typically one of the, the um, last things to change. Like if somebody is making changes and they're decreasing the body fat percentage, that'll come down a little bit with the body fat. But basically your um, body is going to kind of get rid of the um, other fat sometimes before the, the visceral fat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be the the last thing that shows. But those are the people that maybe don't have fat around their butt or on their arms um, like other people do, but they have the fat that's building around around the organs. So they might look like they're not overweight or obese, of course, but it doesn't mean that being skinny is the right body composition either. Um, yeah, because, it, yeah, so while we've talked about how getting to a point of obesity requires, you know, some sort of density from different types of food. On the other hand, it's like, it's not like seeing a, seeing somebody who appears to have a low percentage of body fat, like while you're healthy in quotes compared to some standards, like it's a, it's not a very robust mark of health. No, not at all. And again, <clears throat> if you're just going off of look, see what that body person's body composition is, or even if they're stepping on a scale and they're seeing what they weigh, that's still missing the fact of what do they have any muscle on their body, mm -hmm. um, but also are, what's their visceral fat percentage? You know, do they have is more fat building around mm -hmm. around their organs where we don't really want it? Um, yeah, and that could just be a sign that they're they're skinny, but they're still very unhealthy. Yeah. So okay, so we're talking about body composition. We're talking a lot about percentage of body fat, but I guess on the other side of that, like 
what's like what's a reasonable amount of like strength and muscle and how like how does that composition play into optimal health because there's definitely a point where like you can't do certain things if you don't have the strength to do it you know right right um as far as like a percentage i don't know what it may be not a percentage but just like practically like right (laughs) right um i can't remember who it was but some kind of old time maybe jack lalane kind of the old fitness guy oh boy basically he was saying um if i can do 60 Mm push-ups when i'm 80 years old i'm I'm probably not going to die of some health issue basically it's kind of totally destroyed whatever he said paraphrase the crap out of it but yeah that's kind of what he was saying like if i have and and muscle the amount of muscle on your body is a is a huge percent is a huge indicator of how healthy somebody is um so if somebody's muscles wasting away mm-hmm. that person um you know basically has a higher chance so their morbidity morbidity mortality rate just skyrockets because there's falls that can happen because they don't have the musculature mm-hmm. um again you know they could their their body fat percentage most likely is going to go up if they're they have lower muscle fat percentage so then that's going to lead to the insulin resistance stuff inflammation so just really any, any sort of chronic disease the more muscle again this is not a indicator on it by itself it's not like you just go and get really muscular and now you're healthy because we wouldn't say that like bodybuilding is, is necessarily the healthiest thing but generally having definitely a higher muscle percentage being able to do functional movements um However, no matter how old you are, um, that's going to be a good indicator of health. So, can you squat? Mm-hmm. Can you can you sit down and get up? Musculature in your legs to be able to allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. Can you walk? Right? Can you still yeah. jog? Um, can you do a push up? Can you do? I mean, a pull up. That would be awesome if you could do a pull up when you're when you're getting up there. Um, but yeah, those are all signs, of course. I mean, he's right. Jacqueline's right. I mean, if I can do pull ups and push ups and squats. When I'm in my 60s, 70s, and 80s, I'm most likely not. I'm going to die of an accident, probably. Uh, I'm not going to die of heart disease or something like that. Mike uh, Bergner, mm-hmm. weightlifting guy, uh, he's talking about he's got a group of old dudes who he works out with, and they've got these like geezer strength challenge things they do on people's birthdays. And what he got challenged to do, I think he's, I think he's 72, he got challenged to max pull-ups in an hour oh nice and did like 360 or something like that Jeez. yeah so that's that's aspirations there. <laughs> um what about the other end of the spectrum is there a point where like you can be too big like too much muscle mass yeah, I mean, I would, I would say so again because more. I don't, I don't necessarily know the research on like having too much muscle mass and the negative health um, effects that that could have, and nothing's really coming to my mind right now. But I would go more back to what you said of um, kind of the lifestyle that it would take sure. to actually get there sure. is going to be is is going to be unhealthy, mm-hmm. um, just because you're going to have to. I mean, one of the things they know that's been studied is the best predictor of longevity is caloric restriction, basically. Mm-hmm. People that eat less calories live way longer than people that eat more calories. If I'm going to be some huge, you know, bodybuilding type guy that has this, all this muscle mass, 
that's coming from eating a lot of calories. Right. So eating all those calories, yes, it got you to all this muscle, which yes, muscle's a, a good thing. But if you've done that for a long extended period of time, then you're kind of working against the main thing we know that allows people to live long, which is um, caloric restriction. So yeah. Um, plus just the, yeah, the, I feel like it would be stressful to always be working out all the time and be basically you're either working out or you're eating to get there. Yeah. So, or you're taking stuff that we know is unhealthy, True. which is true <laughs> illegal stuff that's going to get you there. So for, I think a common misconception with a lot of ladies getting into strength training and even CrossFit is like, Oh, I don't want to get big and bulky. And it's like I'm telling you right now, I, I, we do things to try to get there and it's a lot more work. Than yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, that's just the whole, so men get there because they produce a ton of testosterone and they have a lot of testosterone receptors. Women can produce a lot of testosterone, but they don't have all the receptors that men have. So they're not going to get huge and bulky. Like mm-hmm. the women that have gotten there, they've done something to, to again, sure not natural to actually sure. get to that point a woman typically is never going to get there sure cool this is this was good I, I i didn't know we'd have that much to say about it but anything else on body composition uh no just kind of again highlight the um again i think most people we talk to are going to want to lose weight so they're going to try to lower their fat percentage to get to a better body composition mm-hmm. but highlighting just because you are not overweight or not obese does not mean that you don't need to worry about body composition. Um, right. Putting more muscle on your body. Right. Getting less fat, getting less visceral fat. Those are all indicators of good health. So, yeah, pay attention to that. Yeah, because if we're, if we're aiming for health, there's definitely a good amount of people who, like, they need to build some muscle, you know, yeah. and – like that is moving towards optimal health. Right. And that might mean gaining weight. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it's the last thought that I had there is when you know, we talk about body composition, we're talking about, um, you know, I guess specific things that you can measure. Um, we're not, what's great about what we teach is if you just did things right, all this stuff would take care of itself, you know, um, getting more, insulin sensitive as opposed to insulin resistant, decreasing inflammation in your body, avoiding heart disease, all these different things that we can say, this is why we're doing that stuff. If you just did, if you just lived like humans used to live, um, ate real food, exercise, slept well, avoided toxicity, stress management, all those different things, then you're going to get to a good body composition. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like if you look at your body composition, you're like, crap, I'm not there. I need to do something specific. Well, let's just live the right lifestyle. Eventually, your body composition is going to get there. So it's more of a, am I living the right lifestyle mm-hmm. as opposed to am I in the right body composition is kind of how we would want you to think about it. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Thank you. Tune in next time. Uh, yeah, we, I don't know where this will fall in our order of stuff, but um Alex mentioned whenever it was when we were at the gym that uh, there will be a like fitness weight loss guided challenge type thing um, that we're planning to take part in. Um, I'll more than likely I don't know all the details 
again, this is good stuff, uh, more than likely be one of those like coaches and guides for that time. But uh, we're going to be talking with one of the guys from the gym, get more details about that. Um, and yeah, inviting any of our audience to partake in that. So sweet. Cool. Later. Peace out.